0: Welcome to the You Are Infinitely Loved podcast. I'm Sam. I'm Lindsay.
1: And I'm Coos.
0: We believe that loving yourself is the key to transforming every aspect of your life. And it's our hope that these conversations bring you one step closer towards embracing this truth.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of You Are Infinitely Loved. When you listen to this episode, the weather might have changed, but today in Austin, Texas, It is so cold for Texans. (laughs) Texans. It's about uh, 28 degrees outside. Again, please. Minus minus zero (laughs) Celsius.
2: Thank
0: you. It's below freezing, everybody. Below freezing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And all day long, I've just been feeling like, ah, this is so sad and so gloomy. I feel so lazy. You know, in general, just feeling so low energy. And then I thought, oh my gosh, Sam recently just did a workshop about energy through SPART. I do. I feel like this would be a great time to talk about energy, Sam.
0: What a perfect time. <laughs> I I am looking Not forward. planned at all. <laughs> <laughs> Completely spontaneous. <laughs> uh, I think so many of us have been struggling with energy lately. And I think energy is always an interesting, well, at least for me, it's an interesting topic. And I think more than anything, you know, 2020, what that brought around was just a a global kind of depletion of energy. And so I think it's a really cool topic for us to dive into because there's so much that we can learn about our energy in a more holistic way of looking at it. And I think that's another way that we can love ourselves is to know what gives us any energy, what drains our energy and how to make good choices for
2: ourselves. I love that we're looking at the personalized portion of that because yeah. it is very individual. What brings you energy or what depletes you? It's so interesting. I mean, it's beyond the extrovert, introvert stuff. Completely. Um, it's highly personalized though. Yeah. And this is one of the things that
0: I've been doing like in my work since the very beginning is I have a worksheet that I often give my clients and I usually give it to them in one of the first couple of sessions and it's called the personal energy audit and I essentially get people to go through their lives and look at what are the, who are the people that give them energy? And and likewise, who are the people that drain their energy? What are the places that give them energy? And what are the places that drain their energy? Like, what are the smells that give you energy? What are the smells that drain your energy? What are the sounds? What are the, because I think we don't, we often don't think about energy like that. We just kind of think of very basic things like, are we exercising and are we sleeping? And those things are huge for our energy, but there's so many other things like, you might find that there's a particular room in your house that drains your energy as opposed to another room where you just feel really like relaxed or calm. So it's about knowing yourself and knowing your surroundings and and that can be your physical environment, the people, everything, and looking at the effect that that has on your energy.
1: Well, Sam, how does looking out for your energy either through its depletion or topping up of your energy, have anything to do with self-love or (laughs) self-compassion?
0: Well, I think, you know, when I think about self-love, I think so much of it is about really taking care of yourself. And I think one of the ways that we do that is we acknowledge what our energy levels are, what our capacity is. And if, if we can learn, you know, how it is that we can top up and restore our energy and how it is that we can protect our energy from, from people or places that might be draining it, then I think that's a beautiful act of self-love because it gives us more energy to be able to be compassionate with ourselves and with others and have better relationships. And I just think we hear so much about time management and yet I think that energy management is much more important because it doesn't matter how much time you have. If you don't have any energy, like I think, again, for a lot of people, 2020 actually gave them more time, whether they wanted it or not, <laughs> because they were at home and didn't have as many social commitments and things like that. But it doesn't matter if you have all that time, if you don't have the energy yeah, to enjoy it. So, mm-hmm.
1: so low in energy.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you fantasized before 2020 about having time off. Mm-hmm. If I could just be the master of my own time, do whatever I want, and in a lot of ways we got that, but holy smokes, it—the energy was just plummeting daily. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: going to tell you a really funny story. Uh, well, I th- I thought it was funny. <laughs> we had we had a way
2: to set it up.
1: <laughs> we had a, a like casual hour at work, uh-huh. and someone asked, "In the future, when all this pandemic's over." what's your travel plans? And someone said, I'm so excited for my staycation. (laughs) And everyone started laughing. (laughs) And she was like, well, I mean, right now, yeah, I'm at home. But it's a force. There's a force that's making me stay at home. Uh Like I want to have a staycation where I get to choose that (laughs) I am going to stay home. Instead of being forced to stay home.
0: I agree. I would be laughing. Like, I love it. 2020 and and she's dreaming of being at home. Yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the other things that I like when I when I talk about energy is to look at Tony Schwartz who he's written a couple of books but he's the founder of something called the Energy Project and he talks about four different sources of energy. And I think this is really helpful for all of us to consider because I think very often we think about our physical energy. And he says, yeah, physical energy is one of the four sources, but the other three are mental energy, your emotional energy, and then your spiritual energy. And so he looks at what those four different sources are and and how they all interplay and how, you know, you actually, if you can be clear on what is it that, is it my emotional energy that's drained now, there might be something that you need to do to restore that And that is different from what you would do if your physical energy is drained, you know?
2: Mm. Interesting. So,
0: So the physical energy, obviously, all of us kind of know what physical energy looks like, but it's about looking at, you know, how does my body feel? How do I actually have, am I tired physically? Like, how am I feeling in my body? Then your mental energy is what is your ability or capacity to focus and to concentrate? Like, do I have brain fog or am I able to make clear decisions can I be creative am I just mm-hmm. feeling like completely overwhelmed you know we kind of again mental energy is is how's your brain doing and then our emotional energy as it sounds is how are we feeling like am I someone that am I experiencing both negative and positive emotions or am I really stuck in negative emotions and not really being able to pull myself out of those um mm-hmm. and then spiritual energy he talks about it like this sense of meaning and purpose. And so are you feeling, and I think this for a lot of people has been something that um, is also drained during, during the last year, because when you, when we're in this state of uncertainty and, and we don't really know what the future holds, we can kind of lose sight of like, what is the point? What is the meaning? What is the purpose mm-hmm. of any of this? But I see this a lot in people that used to come to me in Phuket and they were feeling like really drained and really exhausted and they would say things like, I don't understand, like I just feel so tired and flat in my job and I'm not liking it But, and I don't have a lot of energy but it doesn't make sense to me because I'm sleeping and I'm eating pretty healthy and I'm exercising and they were looking at all of these physical things that they were doing and not understanding why they were feeling drained. But then when you talk to them about, well, do you have a sense of purpose in your work? Do you feel fulfilled by what it is that you're doing? Do you feel that there's a meaning in what you're doing? And overwhelmingly, you know, these people would often be able to realize, no, like not at all. And so that just knowing that even being devoid of a sense of purpose can completely affect your energy is, I think it's helpful to know, because again, you're going to do something different if that's what's draining your energy versus your physical energy you know it might not be taking a nap it might be looking at your values looking at your definition of success like Mm -hmm. there's so many cool things that contribute to our energy
2: oh that is so fascinating because I do think again going back to that personalized view of things even knowing that my idea of you know filling up on energy is probably physical I think about sleep and food I'm not necessarily thinking about those other places
0: Mm. And like, when I think about, and I think most people do that, Lindsay, you know, that's why, that's why I love talking about it because I think once you can start broadening your idea of energy and where it comes from, then we can really be making choices to, yeah, to expand our energy, restore our energy, protect our energy. But I think, you know, for me, when I think about emotional energy or spiritual energy, so much of that, again, comes from my relationships and my connections, like, and so Mm -hmm again, this year has been a bit tricky for that, but I get so much energy from just talking to people that I really, really love. Like, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter if I've had a bad night's sleep, it's funny. Like I can have a phone call with a, with a truly great friend. And at the end of it being just feel completely energized.
2: So totally. Yeah. And likewise, you can spend time with Someone who drains you, and you can quickly identify, like, "Whoa!" Every time I spend time with that person, I am just spent mm-hmm, completely. Mm-hmm. And I think the other thing to note about energy is that it's
0: contagious, right? So we can, we all kind of know this, maybe um, intuitively. Yeah. Positive,
1: <laughs> negative energy yeah.
0: that we pick up on other people's energy, and it and it changes our own energy. And what's really cool, actually, to to quote another, I feel like I'm doing a, a workshop right here. But there's another person's work who I love, a guy called Sean Acor. And if anyone hasn't seen his TED talk, you should totally watch it because it's one of the, it's just so funny. He's really great. This guy. What's anyway, it called? Um, good question. I think his book is called The Happiness Advantage, and I think the TED talk has might have the same name. It's some anyway. Google it. <laughs> Something about happier or happiness. <laughs> uh, he looked at studies of, um, of optimism, but one of the things he was interested in looking at, he was kind of looking at the way that, um, that optimism could be, what's the word like spread throughout a room or, or pessimism Mm. and looking at how our energy impacts the energy of people around us. And he was like, okay, well, is it, you know, if we are in a room, a group full of people, which I know for a lot of us, we're not right now, but if there's a group full of people, is it the negative people whose energy wins out or is it the positive people? Like who is going to have a bigger impact on the energy of the group, you know? And he would kind of ask this question and overwhelmingly people thought that if there was a negative person in the room, that was going to bring down the group more, more often than a positive person was going to uplift them. And actually what the study showed was it's the person, whoever is the most both verbally and non-verbally communicative of their energy, that is going to be the predominant energy and the room will shift towards that energy. And the reason why that's cool is to kind of know, you know, that you you do have a sense of control sometimes in in the energy that you bring to a space and how that can positively or negatively influence those around you. And I think, again, this is like globally and collectively because all of us are feeling really drained of energy right now that, this is why it continues to be a thing because when we're talking to our friends or talking to our family or, you know, and everybody's on this flat, flat level, then we're all we're all kind of sitting there and, and bringing each other down. And I'm not saying that we need to be these positive, upbeat bunnies right now, not at all, but I think we can do simple things that can not only affect our energy, but can affect the energy of those around us.
2: Absolutely. And I think that's a little bit of self-awareness too, Mm -hmm. of just saying when I walk in a room, when I get on a Zoom call, more accurate, um, what energy (laughs) am I bringing? And what energy even am I hoping to take home with me after this?
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that, what you're saying, it's that intentionality whether it's about our energy or about anything, it can really change everything. Like if we come into a conversation with an intention of, yeah, of being open-minded, of being curious, of having a positive energy, that is going to shift the entire conversation, just taking a moment to be intentional before we show up for that.
2: Absolutely. And I think this goes back to how often we are responding to our environment Mm -hmm. as opposed to being intentional. Yeah. And the power that comes from from practicing being intentional Mm -hmm. and more observant of what you are feeling, thinking, wanting. Yeah.
0: And I think, you know, on the self-awareness piece around just really knowing like, and I know you've touched on it a couple of times saying, yeah, it really is this personalized thing. Like it is when I think about things that, that, that give my, my sisters or my mum' energy they're not the same things that would give me energy right so I think it's about and it's the same it's like we all have different tastes in food we all have different tastes in music we all have different things that are going to give us energy or not like I know Mm -hmm. that for example my sister really likes organizing things and decluttering things and that makes her feel really good and really calm and and I just that you know feels awful to me (laughs) Like. (laughs) overwhelming and it's not something that i enjoy um but so this is where it's like you know you could look up a list online of things to do to improve your energy and they're probably going to say sleep or take a supplement but it's it's really not about that it's about noticing okay where is my energy dipping and and which part of my energy is this is this my physical energy or is it my mental energy or is it my emotions right now or is it Mm -hmm a deeper sense of, yeah, I'm not feeling purpose or I'm not feeling fulfillment. And then looking at, hmm, what could I possibly do here? And again, there's different things, but if it's emotional energy, you might need to do a little mini gratitude practice in that moment to, time, mm-hmm. to try to bring us from a state of, of feeling really low to, okay, I'm feeling low and what I, what is there to be grateful for in my life right now?
2: You know? Right. So. This ties in so deeply for me to self-love mm-hmm. just in that, you know, that question we always talk about, uh, what would you do if you loved yourself? Yes. You know, Sam, you have said that so many times it is imprinted <laughs> on my brain now. Um, and I, I think about that question almost daily, truly. Mm-hmm. Um, but to think about what would I do if I love myself, I would mm-hmm. honor and be aware of where I'm missing energy and where I'm needing it. Mm -hmm. And I would pay attention and take care of that and nurture that part of me, Mm -hmm. as opposed to what we often do when we aren't being self-loving is ignore what we need or want. Yeah. And try to people please or avoid, you know, all those coping skills that we have that don't always serve us.
0: Yeah. And I think just being able to have conversations around, energy with people like to be open and to say to be able to say I, I, I can't be on that zoom call with you right now because I don't have the emotional energy for it at the moment right. or and you know we I do tell talk that to about- my
2: therapy clients often <laughs> <laughs> I can't do our sessions this week <laughs> it just sounds heavy right now I don't know
0: I but I think you know you brought up at the start of this introversion and extroversion and I think that Mm -hmm. absolutely comes into it right because that's all about where we draw our energy and I think yeah being able to say as an introvert like I need to take some space and Mm -hmm. as an extrovert being able to go oh you know what maybe the reason why I felt low for the whole of 2020 is because I haven't been around people and that's a massive massive driver of my energy for me as a as a kind of hyper extrovert so Mm
2: -hmm. just
0: Again, knowing what you need and being able to communicate it and not feeling guilty about that. Just being able to say, you know what? Yeah, my, right now I'm, I'm, I don't have a lot of mental energy, so I'm not even going to be able to do that for you. I can't help you in
2: that way or whatever mm-hmm. might be the case. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is prioritizing your needs as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm able to do that normally, but I'm checking with my energy level right now and I'm not available for that. And I had to set that boundary to take care of myself and to also be kind, resentment-proof relationships, you know.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought up the word boundary because that's what I'm always telling people is the only way that you protect both your time and your energy is by setting a boundary because all of us, right, have 24 hours in a day, whether we like it or not. And so the only way we get to choose how we spend that time and where we invest our energy is by putting – boundaries around the things that are currently taking that time and it doesn't necessarily mean other people like yes that's an element of can we set boundaries in our relationships and and tell people where we might not be able to do something or but it's also like you know if I notice that my energy is being completely sucked by scrolling on my social media for two hours a day then can I put a boundary for myself around, you know, I only spend 30 minutes on social media a day or whatever it might be. But it's about noticing what is zapping your energy and then saying, is there a boundary I can put in place to help eliminate that depletion of energy, you know? Right.
2: Let's give a hypothetical here, Sam. I'm putting you on the spot. (laughs) Let's say you have children in the middle of this pandemic. Oh, no. (laughs) No.
1: Don't have them.
2: <laughs> That's not true. We love our children, <laughs> but let's just say, you know, honestly, there there are certain things where you have a job that you are required to do, and it's it's demanding and it's taking up more than nine to five, you know. Yeah. Um, but you aren't able to quit right now and find what brings you joy, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, or these, or you're going through a season of grief. You've lost someone, and you know you don't really have a lot of choice. Grief comes knocking. You got to answer. Mm. And so, when you're in places that it feels that you are not necessarily in control of your energy, mm. how do you recognize that, but also work with that? You know, to to yeah. get some more energy, even if it's not top, amazing, glittery, sparkly, best energy ever, but yep. just a little boost, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that's such a good point, right? What do we do when? when there's so much at the moment that's beyond our control and we might be mm-hmm. in a really difficult situation where we are working long hours and then we're homeschooling and we don't have any time to ourselves and we don't have and I think this is where it comes back to I guess a, a principle which anyone that's listened to the show has heard us all talk about which is it's just that idea of like what's the smallest thing possible? How can we bring it right. back to the basics? How can we just be so gentle with ourselves and, yeah, not expect – I don't expect anyone listening to this to suddenly go away and, and be like, oh, my God, I feel so energised and I'm going
2: to change my whole life and be running around feeling great. But it's like – Oh, well, <laughs> that's definitely not what I was expecting either. So I'm definitely not disappointed. It's it's fine.
0: <laughs> but how can we shift the, what, the needle like – one percent right and so again if if you don't have control over things like um you know your work or your kids or or the amount of time that you can get to yourself is there is there a way that you can make you know your home office environment a bit more energizing could you put a plant there could you like um is like what are the tiny tiny changes that you can make to how you spend your time, but also the physical environment around you that might give you a tiny shift in your energy. So again, you know, yeah, you might have a really, really full day, but if you ring a friend for five minutes and and you both share what you're grateful for from that day, that could completely change your energy and it could mm-hmm. be five minutes. So it's like, how do you find tiny, tiny things? And for me, music is a huge source of this and I always forget about it, but I have like, Different playlists for different moods and different feelings, and and there are certain songs that I, if I listen to that song, I can't help but feel energized and a bit joyful. Mm-hmm. And again, a song might it's usually only four minutes, but can you mm-hmm. take a moment to just say, "I'm just going to give myself this song," and even if I only feel energized for the four minutes of that song, it's one percent better than I felt yesterday.
2: Totally, I really do love that approach to everything. You know we want massive change and that's almost never a legit or reliable thing. Mm. You know, we, change is almost always slow and steady, sustainable change. Yeah. And so I think it is noticing that part of, um, I might not be where I want to be, but I have awareness that I want to head in that direction. Yeah. And so if I'm, if I'm low energy right now, that makes sense. That matches the environment. Yeah. Um, and I think, this isn't where I want to stay. So what's the tiniest, tiniest movement forward that I can ex- take? Exactly.
0: What is the simplest, smallest step I can take? Because I think absolutely that it would be the exception to the rule. Anyone that's feeling energized right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, overwhelmingly, we're all feeling like a bit flat. But you can probably hear, like to give a personal example, maybe you can hear in my voice doing this podcast is something that gives me a ton of energy. And so when people listen, you probably can hear like, oh, wow, that's, you know, an energetic person. But it's like, Mm -hmm. no, it's the act of doing this podcast that is giving me the energy, which is, again, why it's been so great for us to bring this back. Uh, Because for me, this is one of those moments where I know that at least for this 45 minutes or hour that we connect, my energy is going to be up just because it – brings me such joy to do it but it doesn't mean that you know I might get off this podcast and be like oh I need to take a nap
1: <laughs> oh it's just me then
0: <laughs> but no. I'm curious to put both of you on the spot and I'm gonna let you choose who goes first and who goes second but and it, it could be anything it could be yeah people places sounds smells like activities song anything do you kind of know off the top of your head, some things that little things that give you energy that just lift mm-hmm. you a little bit.
2: I mean, I can answer that. I think right now I'm noticing how much there is not novelty or new uh, or interesting yeah. um, and how much I miss that. Uh, um, we we like to travel. We like to do things, you know, um like everyone. <laughs> it's in a very like, <laughs> here's an insight into my life. I like to do things. <laughs> I really feel like sharing, spilling my guts today. Um, but I do think that this past year has really robbed us of that. Yeah. You know, there's been so much sameness, so yeah. much um, repetitive things. And so, like, probably a month ago, I started thinking about what are some ways that I can break break it up? I need some new, I need something exciting and new in my life. Yeah. And this sounds a little, this is nerdy. I will own it. It's very nerdy. Um, it. I talk really fast. Mm. I like to go fast in a lot of ways. Um, (laughs) This is so nerdy. My daughter and I are both really big readers. Uh And we decided to take this online course by Jim Quick on how to become a speed reader after our friend Kate talked about it. And for me, it's just been like this thing I look forward to every day of timing myself reading and seeing if my reading speed has (laughs) increased. Um, But it just becomes like, oh, like there's an actual physical marker of something's improving or like there's just some, there's a way to measure growth. Yes. And I feel like right now there's just no way to measure um, a lot of things, you know. And for some reason, this little thing every day gives me a little spurt of joy and energy around, um, oh, look, I'm getting better at this thing, Mm -hmm. like a measurable thing, you know. And I I do think I'm also doing the 100-day project again. Yes. And every day I paint and post, it feels like I'm reclaiming the spot for me. You know, I'm using my voice. I'm showing up for my own life. And yeah. that just feels like a. I do feel massive energy around that. Yeah. I love that. And Coos, what gives you How energy? am
1: I going to follow after that?
2: <laughs> I don't know, slow reader. You tell me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: By the way, I'm the slowest reader of all time. (laughs) Side note.
1: Oh, my gosh. Lindsay's talking about physical marker of how fast you learn. I mean, you read and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what energizes me is new food. (laughs) So that's also a great physical marker, I suppose.
2: Absolutely. How much
1: food I've eaten. (laughs) Joking aside. No. Well, half joking. But thinking about going to like... New restaurant or even going back to a restaurant that I've been to that I've really enjoyed the food at. And, you know, that's gets me excited. Mm. Trying something new, basically.
2: Yeah, it really is. Goes, it, right now is about novel. You just yeah. want something new because there's been days and days and weeks and months mm. and almost a full year of every day looking very, very similar. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was talking what? to a friend on Zoom this week and... I was like, oh, I'm sitting at my work desk where I do all of my work. This is also where I call my friends. This is also where I order groceries online. This is also – and it was just like, oh, my gosh, this tiny little desk in my room yeah. is like I wear 15 different hats on this one chair, you know, yeah. and how bizarre that is. Yeah.
1: And in my case, that's why our road trip, the summer, is what everyone's favorite was because it's always something new.
2: Right. mm even though it was very confined, we're moving mm-hmm. states, we had to, you know, we didn't right. go to restaurants, we were just outside. It did give it's us a break. It's always
1: something new every day, mm-hmm. though.
2: Right. And so I guess
0: that's like the the challenge. And it's a big challenge. But the the place where maybe our, our listeners could look to reflect is how can you bring something new or an element of novelty into your every day? And I think, mm-hmm. Lindsay, you know, your example of what you're learning I mean learning by its very definition is something new right you're doing something that you haven't done before so whether right. it's learning something or is there can you can you change the furniture in your space like what how can you bring well, we novelty
2: really.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying to do that but how can you bring novelty into a life where at the moment everything is like same same right because we don't have that Normal access that we have to going to new restaurants, traveling to different cities, like going to museums and exhibitions, and doing whatever these novel things are. How can we create that and be more more creative in the ways that we find novelty in our in our home lives? You know, right, Sam? What about you? Oh my goodness, what gives me energy? You know what I'm going to say. I mean, the number one thing see, that gives me energy can see, can't see people, though. <laughs> huh?
1: You Can't see people. So what is it?
0: yeah without my people I get energy from from the ocean I get energy from music I get energy from uh I'm a I'm lucky that I'm not in lockdown I'm not in a country where I'm stuck inside so I can go on long nature walks I get energy from (laughs) from journaling bizarrely so just writing gives me energy I get energy from this podcast as I said from talking to different people um yeah, those little things.
1: Oh my gosh, Lindsay, I guess we should have said podcast too. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, same, totally yeah. Same. It's so- the same for us. <laughs> different essential oils, I know that sounds silly, but like I have lots of different essential oils and I know for me um, citrus ones, so whether it's orange or lemon, if I am feeling like really low on energy, I just will put those on my hands and rub it together and then smell this like really citrusy, fruity scent and that, makes me come alive um and also like I think what's interesting when we're all like living at home in these weird circumstances is to even notice the difference in your energy depending on the clothing you wear right because so many of us can get in this like you know maybe we're like wandering around all day now pajamas or or I'm gonna translate to American just for you guys sweat sweatpants we would say trackies in Australia um (laughs) or tracky dacks, which is even more slang, but tracksuit pants, (laughs) but sweatpants, right? Let's go with the um, the more commonly known term. But if, and I'm not saying don't, don't wear your pajamas or don't wear your sweats if you want to, and don't be comfortable, but just notice, like, that's going to be a different energy to if you are, are wearing, you know, a different type of clothes. Or like, for me, I know that uh, these are such ridiculous things. It sounds silly to say, but this is what I'm talking about, like micro things that you notice. Like if I put on, like I love jewelry and accessories. So if I put on earrings or like a favorite necklace or something like that, it changes my energy. And mm-hmm. that, again, it sounds insane to say that, but it's really true. You, you show up differently based on even what you're wearing. So that's mm-hmm. something that we all have control over. In-
2: I would say that goes back to intentionality yeah. you know if I'm changing something about my environment I am kind of telling myself I want and need more energy and so yeah. I'm doing this thing to take care of myself and to my, give myself what I need yeah
1: you're talking about like listening to music and then you get a four minute burst of energy yeah another nerdy thing that gives me small little bursts of energy is when I see little my little succulents growing <laughs> every day
0: was hoping you were going to bring up your succulents (laughs) exactly new life it's novelty there's your novelty your succulent propagating
2: (laughs) a propagation life
0: yeah (laughs) but i mean hopefully this conversation has helped people to just kind of broaden the way that they think about their energy and Mm -hmm. and to think about okay you know what is feeling drained right now is it my physical energy is it my mental energy is it my emotional is it my spiritual? is it all of the above because it might be all of them but how can i make a tiny change to to help give me a boost again it's not about running around running around my edge energizer bunnies but it's about one percent better
2: you know tiny step always yeah and again going back to the if you're listening to this even you are taking action towards being aware more of what you need and what you Mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. And that is crazy self-loving. You know, that's really beautiful to um, engage with this information and just ask yourself gently, what, what is it that I need right now? Yeah. You know, what is it that isn't giving me life and energy and to use your power and your voice to change your life into what you need it to be. Yeah.
0: And, to just do something that I never do to do a shameless plug <laughs> for anyone that's listening to this and really does want to work through this stuff more, then absolutely go and check out my Energized Masterclass. It's about, it's an hour and 15 minutes. You get a recording, it's yours for life, and you have a bunch of worksheets to go through that go through those four sources of energy. You get your personal energy audit. There's something in there called a stop doing list. Like what are all the things you need to stop doing? Um, but it's a really... I think, if I do say so myself, it's a great None class. Twice. And uh, it's only 15 bucks. It's a total bargain, people. It's a bargain. So I'll, we can put that in the show notes. But if you head to our Instagram, there'll be a link to that.
2: And if there's one thing I know about Sam, she is an incredible teacher and speaker. So I don't care what the class is. I'm always going to be taking it. If Sam's <laughs> teaching it, I'm taking it.
0: Ah, oh, thanks. So sweet. Well, I guess that's maybe where we wrap this episode today thank you everyone to for listening to our podcast and hopefully it's something that gives you energy like it does me and if not then go and take a nap (laughs) (laughs) last year's
2: theme was go take a walk (laughs) now we're moving moving on to go take a nap (laughs) go take a nap (laughs) and we'll be back next week with another
0: episode
1: Thank you for listening to this episode. Our hope is that each day you feel more connected to the knowledge that you are infinitely loved. If you want to continue this conversation, you can find us at youareinfinitelyloved.com.